0: Hey, what's Dr. Taylor? So we're back from break. We had to take a quick two-minute break. And so we're just going to wrap up um, our segment. Where we're talking about stressors and things that are going on in America dealing with COVID, COVID and how it's affecting us as a whole and uh, some of the inequality in America. And so I'm going to have uh, uh, Dr. Taylor uh, kind of give us closing remarks on his views. And he actually had a really good quote from Martin Luther King that I think he would share with our viewers so here you go hi right, here
1: you go dr tay let's finish this up oh yes as i was uh, saying earlier in my previous uh, discussion that um according to dr king the two of the most dangerous things on the planet are sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity um sincere ignorance means that a lot of people don't know what they're doing they think it's right like some black people Believe that, I mean, their votes do not count, and because this has to do with sincere ignorance, I believe that they did not take civics class in school. But cons- consensual stupidity is where you know the fact, but you don't want to admit to the fact. You know, you use logical fallacies to make your claim, and you see that a lot. With Um, Some politicians, like some of those politicians, will say that there is no structural racism in the United States of America. How can you say that? Every single time you turn your TV in America, you're getting a dose of white supremacy. And you're going to sit there and say there is no structural racism in America? You see, um, as I always say that... Belief is not a phenomenon, but an I- idea inherent, you know, um, but inherent in the content of an idea. <coughs> belief is not a phenomenon, but inherent in the content of an idea. So, w- what I'm saying here is that when you see something sometimes, even though you have the evidence to substantiate it, to some people, the evidence doesn't matter. You know, they're going to believe what they're going to believe anyway. They're going to believe based on their biases. You know, and those those are my closing remarks. And I, I and also, let me talk about the, the, the riot and the protest tonight. I believe that for those people that are actually out there rioting and killing people, I don't support that. I mean, we have different ways to protest, peaceful protesters, and they show an example of the Martin Luther King and John Lewis, you know, but those that are out there causing destruction, I don't think their intention is to protest, I think that they, they do have an ulterior motive to gain from their protest.
0: Oh, absolutely. Thank you very much for sharing that with me, uh, Dr. Taylor. So, and I guess, I guess my dog had to bark too and, and give, give her views. So I guess she's in alignment with everything that's going on here in America. So thank you for watching and actually listening in on this podcast. Uh, be sure to like and share uh, this podcast. Until the next time, have a great day. Be safe. This is Dr. Taylor and Dr. Taylor.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: All righty. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Dr. Taylor. Welcome to listening to Dr. Taylor's podcast. I have a special guest here. His name is Dr. Taylor as well. So I am Mrs. Taylor, Dr. Taylor, and uh, this individual that you're speaking to is Mr. Dr. Taylor. So, you know, we're going to talk about um, depression, um, perhaps things that are going on in the economy that's impacting Americans today and dealing with depression and anxiety and uh, things that are affecting us uh, as we live uh, day to day. So let me introduce uh, Mr. Taylor to you. Welcome, Mr. Taylor. How are you doing?
1: Well, thanks for having me. I am doing well. And despite the COVID-19, things are great. But I know a lot of people are experiencing what we call a lot of psychological problems today in the world, you know, and um I know that a lot of people want effective coping skills to deal with their psychological problem cool. so as a mm-hmm. as a clinician in Chicago, I have a private practice where I see a lot of people regarding their psychological problems.
0: Okay, so can you share with me, um, Dr. Taylor, how you feel it is impacting uh, Americans here um, dealing with this whole COVID thing that's going on? How do you feel, are you feel, are you seeing more individuals feeling more depressed or dealing with anxiety? I mean, what is your viewpoint on, on the level of depression that is affecting Americans as we battle this COVID-19?
1: Well, I think that the level of depression has increased because remember now, there was um, mental illness before COVID-19 and what happened is that the COVID-19 actually ramped up the mental um, health problem, mental health crisis we have in America. Uh, The sad thing about the COVID-19 is that we don't know, a lot we don't know about this um, virus. And a lot of people don't know where they get this virus from. You know, and a lot of people have lost loved ones. And now, their expectation that they might get this virus themselves. So, if you were a patient with uh, depression, now you become severely depressed. If you were a patient with anxiety, now you become severely anxious. So, um, some of my clients are not willing to take medication they are actually uh, willing to do cbt which is cognitive behavior therapy and it's it's highly effective and uh, this is what i recommend to them um, all the time to do uh, because cognitive behavior therapy is that we target the cognitive schema in the brain um, to help these clients give new meaning to how they see things. And it is highly effective. Mm. Yeah.
0: All right. So you know, even being doctors ourselves, um, we're dealing with a lot of anxiety, you know, uh, dealing with this COVID, you know, just trying to stay safe. And so I, I get it and I see how it can impact individuals. Uh abroad just dealing with anxiety and you know just wondering oh my god am I going to get it if I step outside the house you know am I going to get it if I you know go to the store I mean it's that uncertainty you know and we try very hard to be safe by practicing safe uh hygiene and uh masks and so forth but there's still that underlying what if you know even as doctors you know we're we're a little worried um about contracting the virus ourselves I mean so uh, tell me, you know, how do you cope with this, uh, Dr. Taylor?
1: Well, I hear you say that, what if. What if is a negative cognition. That's why we try to eliminate people to think like that. What if I get it? If you don't get it, you don't get it. So don't say what if. Um, what I do, I follow the safety measures. I always maintain safe distance, I wash my hands, I wear a mask, you know, and when I go to grocery and uh, buy grocery, I wash my groceries and, and and just to protect myself. And I think people should always protect themselves and I think people should um do those things because But again, if you keep saying what if, you become more anxious, you become more depressed because the what if is telling you your mind is deceiving you, you know, your mind is telling you, your mind is saying to you, what if you get it? And what happens, what about if you believe your mind? And though you may not have it, the possibility, you're going to be extremely depressed or anxious. Because you keep saying "what if," so what I teach some of my clients is not to use the word "if," negative way of speaking. So when you talk to your mind, you use better way of speaking instead of using "what if."
0: And I agree with you because when you put that "what if" out there, it, it can bring on some some type of effects. You know, where people start thinking they have something, and you know, and feeling some type of effects, and they really aren't there. So. I agree with you that. We really can't live in fear. You know, we have to um, do all that we can to do to protect ourselves as we do go out with our daily lives. You know, and with that being said, Dr. Phillips, one of the things we're dealing with too is um, a lot of individuals aren't practicing social distancing because we're dealing with the riots that are going on today and the killings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and so... That alone is creating a lot of aggression and anger for uh, individuals out there in the community dealing with uh, um, things in social injustice. I mean, what is your views about the social injustice and the impact it may have on Americans?
1: Well, I think what is going on today in America is not anything new. You know, social unrest... um, the um discrimination the the police brutality these are things that that have been going on in america since decades you know and now the only reason it's been relieved, i mean it's been since because of technology right you know people mm-hmm. are taking a lot of pictures now. now
0: absolutely
1: we are actually unmask what has been going on in america for centuries you know and um of course, I think, I think the peaceful demonstration is good, I support that, but also, I don't support rioters, people that are out there to cause mayhem right. to steal,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, and, and I don't think that's the way it should be. I think for those protesters that, that follow the way as old as, as Martin Luther King, for those that f- follow the way of John Lewis, I support those people. Because I know there is injustice in America, but the best way to confront those injustices is not to go out there and steal and murder people. You I know, agree. You, you. I mean, we can march peacefully, demonstrate, you know, exercise our First Amendment rights. You know, and 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 again, the, the, and when it comes to <coughs> to mental illness, how do we connect this to mental illness? Well there are a lot of people out there also who are mentally ill who are in denial that you see go out there that are part of this protest and because of their mental illness they do things like you know killing people do other things that to to cause serious problem for society All
0: Right, i agree with you um you know 100 percent with that and with that being said uh i mean <laughs> I guess it, you know, you kind of get a little tired, you know, and I'm sure many of us are getting tired of having to march for equality in America. This is 2020, for God's sakes, we're going on 2021 and we're still marching. And I know that we're doing it for a cause and for a reason and for justice, you know, but this is America, you know, and it should be about equality for all. Um, Mm -hmm. And we just haven't got there yet. Do you foresee us ever getting there? Where where we're not fighting for justice?
1: Well, I think that I think that we uh, we are going there but what I also think that we've been marching too long but what I also think in America, I think that we have a lot of black people in America that demonstrate apathy, you know, that are not doing enough to change America itself. What I mean is that you have a lot of black people that do not vote to change things. And they had an opportunity when Barack Obama was president and, and during, the, I believe it was the 20 twelve, I believe, election when I think Congress took over and the Republicans took over the House and Obama was unable to do anything. And 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 I believe that if it's about unification. And I think the two most dangerous thing, I'll quote Martin Luther King, um, are sincere ignorance and consensual stupidity that is killing us today in America. And I think that there is no unity if all minority come together.